Well, I've left it a little late today and it's become a bit of a dark matter, but here I am rambling on as usual under these big open skies, muttering to the wind and to such an expansive, gentle landscape. It's taken me a little while uh, to see the beauty of it, being more used to the dramatic, harsher landscape of the north. This landscape's more subtle, to the unobserved, flat, and you can find yourself staring for miles at nothing. But it holds many mysteries and treasures in the detail. If you can get out in it and look and listen till you realise you are part of it. I'm thinking today about a delightful conversation I had with the irresistible Charlie Doerr at the end of November when we met through the power of Zoom to spend time in the rocking chair. I have to admit, I was a little nervous interviewing Charlie as she's such an established, accomplished, award-winning artist whose songs have been covered by the likes of George Harrison, Tina Turner, Paul Carrick, UB40 and Status Quo, among many, many others. But needless to say, in Charlie's company, we had a whale of a time, a natural raconteur, should that be raconteurs? Possibly. We flitted from pillar to post, full of theatrics with laughs and larks and behind-scene tales of carry-on Elvis and when a cheese sandwich stole the show. So here we are, clambering through technology chaos and all kinds of distractions, trying to grab your attention. Welcome, welcome, and I'm absolutely delighted, and I still can't get over the marvel of it, actually, with technology, that, that you are here sitting on my kitchen table at the moment, <laughs> um, floating somewhere in space. Um, but it's wonderful to have you here, um, and I, you know, came to know your music in a variety of ways, and this new venture um, for us as a result of the situation we're all in really at, at the moment, but um, it's opening up all kinds of doors and possibilities. I've called it the rocking chair. I don't know if I give you any background um, because that was my 18th birthday present that I asked for. I know, very strange, isn't it? <laughs> and um, it's. I like to think of inviting guests into the rocking chair to take part and just to sit and chill um, and chat with a cup of tea or whatever their favourite tipple is. So just as a fun thing to start with, I wondered what your favourite chair might be to just sit and contemplate everything in. <laughs> Gosh, a favourite chair. Um, actually, um, I, I usually, I don't think I've ever had the perfect chair, to be honest. Um, I, I always I always find I get very distracted by what I'm doing 
And so then I find that I've been sitting with one leg, you know, wrapped around a chair leg or something, and, and I've cut off all the circulation or something like that because I'm, I'm distracted. So you're you know. constantly on the move. <laughs> well, it, it feels like that. I, I'm, I've, I mean, I, I always, uh, I have friends who, who, I, who I know are very busy people, and, and, I, and I, always, um, I always observe that they're either busy, um, asleep, or possibly drunk, you know. But there's never any kind of like sort of relaxation time, and I, I sort of feel I'm. Although I, I I'm, not, I'm not saying the drunk <laughs> bit, but um, I, I always seem to be, especially recently, not so good at having just kind of um, downtime, if you like. You know, just having a, a sort of being like a ruminant and just sort of staring out into space. You know, when you get those moments when you just kind of, you know, when you, you're sort of staring into nothing and, and people say penny for your thoughts or whatever, uh, or, you know, what were you thinking about? And you, you actually honestly say, I don't know. I don't know. I was just giving my brain a rest, I guess. Yes. Or letting the real thoughts come through that, um, because that dreaming quality, actually, although it looks like you're staring into nothing, um, is very relevant to songs and how they evolve, I think. Um, allowing that flow. That's true. Yes, it, it, it's a it, it's a good place to get to. It's a it, it's a kind of a, it, it's. I've heard it described as a sort of trance, um, and and sometimes if you get a really good idea, um, and you want to kind of you, you can sort of uh, it, it you can almost taste it, and you feel you want to taste that and experience the atmosphere that 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 idea has created. And it's a really good idea, if you can, is to just follow it then and there, in my case, you know, so that I can just carry on. Whereas sometimes if you think, oh, that's good, that's interesting, I'll do that later. Generally, um, you can't. You can't quite conjure up that feeling you had, the pictures you had, the word pictures and all that sort of yes. stuff. Yes, as it sort of arrives. Um, yeah. So that um, daydreaming quality presumably led you to this journey that you seem to be on, would that be right? Or <laughs> you came from so many different artistic angles um, that to arrive in this place where um, ideas or daydreams or, or elusive thoughts take shape or form and um, are these beautiful pieces that you produce um, through your writing and performing. Um, and then we all um, have the benefit of them, which is wonderful. Oh, well, well, that's very kind. Uh, it's it's always it's always. Um, I, I mean, it doesn't always happen, you know. As you know, I'm sure you know. You've spoken to lots of writers and musicians. Is that it? It is. It is kind of like a bubble, really. You know, mm -hmm. it can uh, it, it can pop very easily. And quite often, I, I, I'm very, very perverse with writing. And quite often I, I get my best ideas when I'm doing something else, you know, or supposed to be doing something yes. else. Yes. <laughs> so do, they, than, do you know, they kind of knock on your door and rattle, <laughs> rattle at you and yeah. <laughs> distract you? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yes, yes. Distraction is, is uh, I've, I've written lots of songs where I was supposed to be doing something else slightly more mundane or, or, or something that had a, that, or even worse, something else that had a real deadline. Yeah. You know? oh, no. So I'm really sailing close to the wind. But um, find <laughs> every do. reason to do everything else, but what, what yes. that deadline's yes. demanding. 
like yes, connecting absolutely. with technologies <laughs> was one for me. Oh, today. God, yes. Yes, that's a rabbit hole. That certainly is. What you were saying about the mind resting and taking that relaxing time as well with um, the staring into nothing, um, you beautifully um, takes form in one of your songs on your new album, which is Like Animals, which I'm thoroughly enjoying and really getting acquainted with. Uh, and our lives or, or your observation of society at the moment, um, do you think this is something, you know, we don't do often enough um, and just stand still and allow that mind to rest? I think we do it. I think uh, um, most people do it less and less. Uh, you know, they they they're just because uh, every moment of downtime, uh, there's something else that you could be doing, even if it's not work. You know what I mean? There's lots of things to entertain you. So the I mean, a lot of people talk about the boredom aspect with with children, saying children need to get bored because when they get bored, they then start creating things. They get busy, and and of course now um, a child need never be bored. Um, uh, and 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 so I I do wonder. Probably sound like my yeah. granny, my own <laughs> granny now. Um, saying I do wonder what will happen to to these children in in terms of imagination. But of course, people who defend all the information that's available now say, well, you know, there's just such a mine of information they can uh, they can take that in and uh, use it as they as they will. But I think if you didn't grow up with that being available, it is it's still a, a bit of an onslaught. I, I think, and I and I feel that you, there is a sort of tyranny. There's a tyranny about social media, for instance, that you you unless you're fabulously famous and people will you know you'll get uh, five thousand likes for a you know a picture of the poached egg you had for breakfast. You know, unless you have that kind of adoring following, I, I feel the onus is is to be in some way interesting. You know what I mean? So I don't just go, "Hey, I'm doing a gig on Thursday. Please come." You know, it's like, oh, that's so boring. Um, you know, and that takes. Up up a lot of time, I find, and and it's a kind of tyranny in a way because I I'm very sort of I'm very perfectionist about communication. I, I mean, to people that I uh, to people who follow what I do work wise, and to my friends, I spend absolutely ridiculous amounts of time replying to an email. You know, I don't know about you. I, I suspect you yeah. may be that person well, as they're, well. They're always an absolute <laughs> joy to read. And they are um, a creation on their own. That that's actually what was when you were mentioning there about you know trying to be interesting within social media or any form of technology, then and communication, because um, that is as an artist, that is your line of work, isn't it? Um, expressing something and hoping it will be received. Yeah. In with the um, emotional intention that it um, warrants, really. So um, yes, yes, they become, these different methods of communication become other vehicles to be creative, really, <laughs> which, you know, um, as you were saying with um, emails or uh, social media posts, um, perhaps that impulse is just there to, to be creative with it. And that's why it takes 
takes that time. I mean, they are wonderfully creative, so they are a great joy <laughs> to read. <laughs> so bloody long, yes. Oh, well, thank you. I, I think most people just do the, do the um, uh, spoolers. You know, I, there's, there's a thing which uh, I, I don't know if anyone else has um, coined this, and I'm just, just uh, repeating something that already exists, but spoolers syndrome, which is where you just keep on spooling, keep on spooling, and, and, and you don't really land on anything, you know, unless it's, unless it's something really, really exotic or weird or, or frightening or whatever. Uh, you just keep on, you just keep on spooling. And, 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 uh, and when, you, when you spend a long time on a post trying to get the, the, the tone of it right, um uh t- to think that probably there there may be a, a tiny tiny fraction of people who actually read it and the other people who go da, 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 da. oh uh, charlie oh yeah she's on the yes. oh yeah and next <laughs> you know and that's that's the degree of attention it's getting in in real <laughs> who, life who you knows know? who knows i guess you've got to put out for yes um it's true to you and says you know if if you're satisfied with it departing in that way then um, it will land where it needs to go, I think. Well, that would um, be nice to think. That would be <laughs> lovely to think, yeah. I do have that down about that, that crafting about um, songwriting because, um, you're, well, it's all combination things, but your writing particularly, um, for me, has a sophistication within it um, with your use of language and the words. And it's very specific. And I wondered why you chose songs or if they chose you as that vehicle of expression. Because with your theatre background and all kinds of other areas in work, the song seems to be the place for them to travel mainly. I don't know if that was a deliberate choice. Well, it kind of chose me in a way because I did, I was all set to, you know, be a... um an actress, really. I mean, I went to drama school and, and all that, and that was where I was headed. I mean, I always liked singing and I and I played the guitar since I was about 14, you know, but, but uh, I, I was headed to be an actress. And, you know, I mean, I've said this before, but, you know, the rule you make for yourself is the hardest one to break. So, so I, I had this little uh, plan, you know, which was I would, I would leave drama school and I would, you know, join a repertory theatre or whatever, you know, and then I would, you know, so on and so forth. And, and, uh, and I hope that I'd end up a working <laughs> and B, um, you know, in, in a, in a good theatre company or making films or television or whatever, you know, all the things, just ordinary things that your average actor would like, you know, nothing special really, but, but, um, I, because of the music thing and because, because it, Initially, it seemed quite natural because that was my family background. Um, I didn't really take an awful lot of notice of it. You know, it was just something else I did and, and enjoyed doing. But I was, no, I'm an actress, I'm an actress. And, I, and, and when I would, you know, be part of a production and they'd say, can you do the music? You know, I, I, I'd, I'd think, well, that would be fun. And then I'd think, I'd rather have a bigger part, <laughs> you know, actually, yes. you know. Um, you know, guest at wedding and um, and music by you know. Yes. I, I, I I'm not to say that it was it, it was it was unfair to say it was like that because I I did play some great roles and, yes. and loved it, uh, but uh, no, it, it it found me. I think it found me, yes. and it was hard to resist uh, that people liked songs mm-hmm. that I'd written. Yes, and, and, and all that. But it, it took a took me a long time. I think to kind of 
um, get into myself, if you see what I mean, musically, yes. a long time. Yes, yes, and take hold of those reins. Um, yeah. I mean, I know they're all different ways of um, expressing, you know, oneself, but that uh, your theatre background and training sort of encompasses all those arts, even though it was acting um, to start with. Um, yes. And I, I, that sense of um, story in your songs, you know, has, has its place. So everything kind of overlaps. But there was a time, as you said, that really the songs took over. They were probably as you, just, just always there. Maybe, um, yes, and waiting maybe. for their moment, waiting for their moment possibly, to come yes, to form. But um, in that sense, have you ever, um, you know, have you written songs within musical theatre at all? Because uh, that sophistication that I'm talking about, I, well, it, it, it reminds me of, um, you know, the telling of songs. They could be placed in that story anywhere. They seem like, you know, some of your songs that, that could certainly be part of um, a musical play or a, a musical theatre piece quite Yes, I would I, I I would like I would like that. I mean I, I, I think a, a lot of musicals have passed me by because I I wasn't really on board with the the music side of it. You know what I mean? Of, often the, the lyrical side of it is really, really clever. You know, and I and 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 I I, I've I've always slightly shied away from the kind of like the big performance, you know, and all that stuff. Like that kind of makes makes me um, slightly squirm sometimes, you know. Although it can be brilliant, of course, you know. Um, I mean, if you look actually today, earlier today, they they had um, what was that film with um, Frank Sinatra and Have You Heard? It's in the day. Oh, you know uh, that um, is it High Society? Um, yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that movie. You know those kind of. I mean, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. just. Breathtakingly brilliant, you know, and, and and great appreciation for you know the Cole Porters and the and the, you know the Berlins and you know all that all those things really really so clever. Um, I I haven't. I mean, maybe I will do that one day. Uh, it's just finding the right um, partners, I suppose, um, in that. And uh, so you know, I don't. I, I used to go, oh, no, I would never write a music. Yeah, what a snob, you know. Uh, but, but, but it's easy to be like that, you know, when you're very young. You know. There was a man who didn't care, he didn't care As long as there were rules to defy And so unfettered by self-doubt with confidence With confidence he rose And he could sense the deference in leaden-footed duffers when they realized he feared no one. And he remembered drinking games in college days, in college days they wish he'd forgotten. But when a man can hold his drink while others duck, he doesn't blink at men gone rotten. And when the climate is a fear, it's fun to be the puppeteer behind the curtain. Just pulling the strings. 
No matter how strong they always fall He flicks off the dust They're just collateral He loved to make the dial spin Adrenaline, adrenaline From the beginning He had a wife, he had a child But nothing made his pulse go wild Like winning And when the herd is slow and thick It's fun to be the maverick And watch them turning Just cracking the whip No matter how strong They always fall down He flicks off the dust They're just collateral All my children wait for me I'm only breaking the glass so you can see strong they always fall down he flicks off the dust they're just collateral he wrote his book on strategy now just a curiosity mark of his time his words once so inspiring now have a kind of hollow ring but one thing still chimes as sure as bankers hide their wealth a younger version of yourself will soon be waiting cause you're collateral Just collateral Just collateral You're one of the few um, within this country singer-songwriters that I know as music crosses all genres. I, I think you've um, returned your folk and roots uh, music. You've, that's where I came to know you from. Um, but you've, throughout the pop industry and um, within um, jazz world, you know, your songs have been interpreted by many illustrious uh, performers um, and uh, throughout all those different uh, range of music styles, and that—that's—that's um, that's you know an, another skill that are songwriters, but to be able to um, command in all those areas as well. 
only adds extra textures and layers to to what you do. And also you're, you do that lovely inner rhyme thing sometimes, um, if you know oh, yes, what I'm I mean. I don't know how that. to explain it. It's probably that. got yes, a proper internal name. internal rhyme. Oh, it's like, um, uh, what's that song? Uh, uh, the, the tinkling piano in the next apartment. Uh, that that's a, something something that told me what your heart meant. Right. Ah, you know yes, I mean? yes, yes. I lo- so it's you've lovely. Got heart that's- and apartment and and all those all those things. That that's a real Cole Porter thing. Well, a lot of those guys did it then, and and people still do it today, of course. But it, it's very clever. It's a, it's kind of adds a kind of rhythm and a bounce to to a song, you know, without it being kind of. Oh hello! I can hear the next rhyme coming round the corner. You know, I think, yes, oh, God, yeah. you know, I know what. But I, I, s- I don't want people I see to see that in you. The little that. joys that just come up. You know, we're getting the story or the the meaning on one level, but we're also getting all these lovely um, little nuances um, when we hear your song. So it's all it's all there. Seems to me, it's it's all there. Um, it's hard though. It's it's still really it's still really hard. I don't I don't. It doesn't get any easier, honestly. Uh, I get more critical the more I do, and it just seems to t- <laughs> seems to take longer actually yeah, than, it, than it ever did. You know, when you're really innocent and 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 fresh, and and green about it, or you're you're just delighted that a, a song has emerged. Some, you know, it just it wasn't there, and then there it is. You know, just it's still a fantastic thing. You know, but but um, now you know, a few years later. Um, you know, I can see where I've been before. I can, you know, I know where my own footprints are, you know, and I go, oh, hello, that, you know, that old chestnut, you know. And sometimes it's, it, I'm repeating myself because that worked, you know, it's a basic thing. And you don't have to be staggeringly, um, you know, extraordinarily exotically different for every single line. Of course you don't. Otherwise, you know, suddenly you're in the way of your own song, you know, trying to be clever. You know, that's another thing, you know, being seen to be trying to be clever. Yes. That's, yeah. that's another thing where you want to go, you know, people like Paul Simon, who's a great hero, you know, he, 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 he and I have talked about this before as well. It's that thing of being very clever and then very simple, you know, just, and you go, oh, that's, that's just, you know, it's not, it's not flashy, but it's true, you know, and, and, and uh, it's, it's trying for those things. Um, without being mundane and boring and just repeating everything that's ever been written before. Yes. yes. Well, we certainly um, get from your songs um, that uh, it seems simple, but there are layers and layers beneath that. And within that short time that you have in a song to express that, that's I really appreciate um, that the skill involved in that. Uh, and I wonder how 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 much crafting. Do you have to do? I mean, I know you tend to bring an album out um, when it's ready, <laughs> um, and they're always very much waited for. Um, are you continually writing with ideas, or are you? Um, no, no, no. I, I have whole periods when I don't. I don't write at all. I mean, I would if I get a really. A good little idea. I'll I'll write that down and I'll and I'll maybe you know record a little bit of a tune or whatever. Uh, but uh, no, I I'm not the person who gets up every morning and and uh, writes something. Uh, it would be interesting if somebody made me do that. I wonder. <laughs> I sometimes wonder what would happen. You know, would it get a lot better? It it might do. It might get you know. I might 
I might surprise myself, but but um, it might not. I don't know. It's so. Does the idea or the inspiration guide that to happen? Um, do you get a yes, bee in your bonnet does. about something and then have to set it down? Yes, yes. I think that that's what it is. Uh, you know, something will be. I'll hear something, or I'll sort of get a phrase in in my head, and I'll think, mm, I could I could definitely run with that. I could I could um, that would be good to spend time on. Yes. And then when um, you do what you were saying earlier about having the right team around you, if it came to then nurturing that song or that idea, you've worked with your longtime collaborator, um, Julian Littman. I know you go back a, a long way um, working together, but you always have very interesting musicians, other you know musicians and people who get involved on your albums. Um, at what point do you kind of let that, do you let that song go in into others' hands quite freely in that sense? Or have you got a vision of how you I have I sort of, I, I, I have a vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the case of, uh, um, say, for instance, on, on this album, mm. on the Like Animals album, um, Gareth Hugh Davis, who's playing uh, the five string double bass and cello as well, um, uh, sort of um, g- gave him some notes and said, you know, it's uh, um, I, I want you to sound like a, um, uh, a I want the bass to sound like a whale or something. You know, <laughs> Fantastic. Something. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and kind of like a big sad animal or mm-hmm. whatever you know mm-hmm. something like that and and because he's he's very intuitive you know he he interpreted that so beautifully i didn't really apart from sort of saying that to him you know for instance on um on um like animals um he he's he did a great job on that um, and that was just with my my note of saying you know just um sound like <clears throat> a, a a big clumsy thing trying to be tender you know, and 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 he he really he really nailed that, um, and uh, and it's I mean it's the same with me and 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 Julian. You know, uh, um, we because we know each other so well. You know, there is a shorthand uh, where we can both be very truthful with each other, which is really worth a lot. Um, and uh, you know, I I can say that's too you know because he he's he's a really good player, um, but sometimes. Um, you you don't want so many notes or whatever, you know, and so I I can very easily, you know, say that's brilliant, but mm. less. Yes, yes, y- you know, and and make it less pretty. Yes, you know, don't be so pretty, you know, or something like that. And he won't go. How dare you? Dare you? Yeah. Was, that was my <laughs> finest lick. Yeah, you horrible girl. You know, <laughs> might, you know, he just goes. Yeah, we'll try something else. You know. Um, because he's very empathetic like that. That honesty um, and truthfulness certainly comes through um, in all the songs because of how they resonate um, quite uh, immediately in that way with with the end result of that. So when you're all focusing on making the thing, really, so it's, it's, is it hard to get um, other artists, you know, that do that, or as you said, if is the relationship again between um, your collaborators and you Im- an important ingredient in? Well, I, I actually um, on that 
um, on this album, there's a song called um, 100 Miles of Nothing, um, which is the first time I'd collaborated with Michelle Stoddart from The Magic Numbers. And um, until the beginning of yeah, 2019, um, I, I'd never met her before. And, and, mm. and um, I was part of this uh, uh, a show which was uh, to celebrate uh, women's votes. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and there were um, several people, and Michelle was kind of um, running it musically. You know, she sort of curated it, invited people, um, uh, and it was in conjunction with the Green Note, mm-hmm. um, which is a, you know, a lovely venue, you know. Yeah, and, and, wonderful. Um, place. Uh, yes, it's a, it's a it's a great place, uh, and um, so uh, I'd only met her through that, but but I was really impressed by how. Um, how kind of well there was this kind of musical empathy that she had with all the people that she worked with you know there there were um i think at, at least a dozen other people all <clears throat> we all had to choose songs um not our own generally um uh, to, to do and but just do them in a you know an interesting hopefully uh, way you know uh, and uh, i was just so impressed by by how how she interpreted those and, and the contributions because she she played along on most of them on on bass or guitar, uh, and uh, it's it's kind of rare that some and there were lots of very different type of songs, you know, really different stuff, and and she the way she kind of um, adapted, uh, um, and was sort of very authentic, sounded authentically, genuinely, a good part of it, you know, is is rare. So I thought, hmm, I just kind of thought, oh, it'd be nice maybe one day to write with her. And um, but of course, you know, you never know. It's quite it's quite a personal thing, um, unless you're a kind of Nashville writer and you're constantly writing with people to ask somebody to write with you, um, because uh, they may not want to. <laughs> you know? But it's that allowing. It it, it is um, uh, quite an intimate space to yes, come into. Absolutely. Yes, yes, and you, that honesty thing—you have to kind of fast track it in a way, because otherwise you'll spend a long, long time faffing about going, "Oh, lovely, yes, that's nice," you know, but thinking, no, "Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's not right." Um, but not able to say. I mean, Julian and I could just go straight away, you know, "Poo, that stinks." Let's not have that, you know. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, with someone you don't know as well, you, you, yeah. you that you know. openness um, in. The creation of your work, so that, that again, as this, that really comes through, and I think um, within, uh, because we spoke earlier, the social media, the business side, and the creative side, they are very much two different worlds. So to retain that openness within the work is so important. Um, um, so how 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 do you? Keep that within, um, you know that that. Uh, h- how do you manage not to give your heart away in the wrong place? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I yes. don't know well, that, yes, <laughs> because a, you a, you do that point. balancing act very very well. <laughs> if it's a high trapeze, I'm not sure, but um, it's um, delightful to um, listen. Well, it's to. a delicate it's a delicate balance, you know, especially mm. you know working with somebody new and and. Luckily, we so we hit it off. You know, we just hit it off, and and um, you know, I'd been playing around with the uh, you know the idea of a hundred miles of nothing, uh, uh, and uh, and and then she came she came up with a you know the the answering thing on it. So yes. it's like an like a um, a voice, um, an internal voice 
speaking yeah. you know, echoing which was, which right. was a really yes yeah. so which is really nice it, they're lovely they're harmonies and also um you're the comp sonically the sound is really complementary you vocally I mean yes she's know, very she's so, got such a different such a different yeah, such, voice you know, it, completely it's, it's and it's so one that different. you know yeah, it, yeah that works very very, very well within that song it was. Um, I can tell you that uh, recording that we decided to record it live at the same time, two of us in the studio, um, and there's no um, metronome, there's no click on it. So it was just entirely live, and we sat opposite each other, and we we had to get duvets and things to separate our sound, you know, so that we could be, you know, recorded at the same time. But if there was spill, you know, it was it could be dealt with and all that stuff. Um, so we sat either side of um, this kind of contraption that we made uh, <laughs> that was all made of duvets and things and and um, mic stands. And it looked like a sort of, um, it, it looked like a, um, a, a something you'd have in a hospital. You know, when people have to have like a, um, a, a protective, um, uh, what's the word? Um, you know, so the blankets don't. Oh yeah, the frame. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So they yeah. don't. The weight of them don't rest on the. Yes, wound, that's right. right. So yeah. we had one of we had one of those, and because it looked like a sort of hospital bed, um, uh, and I've got an old mask of um, uh, Elvis Presley. <laughs> we put Elvis Presley's the Elvis Presley mask at the end, and it looked like <laughs> Elvis was lying under his blanket <laughs> in some kind of coma, you know, <laughs> yes. with his hair perfect and everything. And, um, uh, you know, if you look back at, you know, way back at some of my social media pictures, you'll see me and Julian camping around with that. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. so we had Elvis <laughs> Elvis there. It was kind of funny. Um, uh, but it was really, uh, I mean, to play uh, the guitar, you know, and not, you know, it, there's such a pressure if you're not the world's most wonderful guitar player, i.e. me, to, to not ruin it if the other person's been perfect in that take because you both have to be okay, you know. And and my fingers were so sore after that because we kept nearly getting it and then I go, oh, oh no. damn it. <laughs> and again, sorry, Michelle, sorry, Michelle, you know. No, no. And, uh, <clears throat> but... but uh, it's fun. That, that element of fun is um, very important, though, in anything, I think, creative yes. being made. You have to have that, you know, there's nothing better than that connection of being able to giggle or laugh <laughs> <It> was <funny. laughs> on the same then, wavelength. <laughs> I told, I told uh, uh, because Julian wasn't uh, initially, you know, involved in that, although he, um, you know, he mixed it. Uh, with me, you know, afterwards, but, but um, at, at the time, you know, so I left the contraption up, you know, with Elvis in bed, um, and um, and when he came in, of course, you know, being an actor, he 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 uh, he enjoyed joining Literally. in on, on it, you know, yeah. And so I remember, you know, having told him, you know, that was Elvis, and he was in bed because he wasn't well, uh, and and then when I I went out of the studio, and then I came back in, and I I opened the door and said, Jules, I got it, and he went shh. Mr. Presley's asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I've given him his injection. <laughs> so it became this whole thing of Presley was, you know, we were at a nursing home and Elvis Presley was with us, you know. It was really funny. Is this going to become a running gag? I don't know. This <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Presley's sleeping. Well, you're, um, all of you, oh, I know you're very skilled in that improvisational comedy as well. Um 
from before. So again, I guess it never leaves you. All these things just add extra tools that that come out in unexpected times, perhaps. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of fun is very necessary for anything um, creative. Oh, I think so. Yes, yes. I've been in sessions, you know, um, none of my own, thank God, but I have been in sessions where that no fun was had, you know, and, and that can be pretty grim, you know. Uh, and uh, I remember working with a, a, a very successful songwriting team um, and it got very... Um, uh, well, I was helping with the the demo. I mean, I'd I'd co-written um, the song, and they were serious pop, you know, serious serious pop music, um, pop R and B stuff. Um, and um, and when we were recording the the demo, I did some of the, um, you know, the vocals. Um, and of course, I would I would never dream of uh, actually singing one of those kind of pop R and B songs. It's my voice isn't that kind of voice, you know. But when we did it, I remember they just kept going. Okay, and again, and again, okay, and uh, back again, okay, verse one again, verse one again. And I was thinking, oh, God, this is really, you know, I mean, I'm all for perfection, but Jesus, you know, this is really yes. grim. This is factory yes. pop. Yeah, factory pop. That's great. <laughs> a great way to describe it. See, there you go. You just say so much in two words. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. But you, you've, on like animals, you've quite a few collaborators um, with playing a variety of instruments. Um, Jessie Mae Stewart on the violin. Um, oh, yes, she well. was fun. I mean, she's another one, very, very um, intuitively brilliant there. Um, uh, you know, you, again, you know, you just have to say to her, uh, you know, give her a kind of like a, just a couple of sentences and she she seems to know I, I mean she and she was on the dark matter album as well and she did some wonderful stuff on 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 several of the tracks you know it was it was really uh she's she's excellent and and of course um uh our uh, flugelhorn horn yeah. yes i mean that's not normally the the area that um that he he works in mm mm-hmm. Quentin. Quentin, yeah. Um, yes, Quentin Collins, uh, who who was brilliant, you know, um, but uh, just very, again, so musical that, that uh, he, he just kind of listened and said, okay, try this. I, I love that from your descriptions, as you say, that they can, you know, they interpret that in sound and give us yeah. that back. It's, it's a beautiful thing. So the... Um, development of that initial song but also you know that's that's a true sort of collaboration where those ideas are coming out and yeah. um yes. enhancing everything well as it's it, as like it goes. i've heard um theater i've heard i've heard theater directors say um that if you cast something really well um you have far less work to do because you've got the right people you know if you for some reason you know, went with the wrong person, then your your work is so much harder. You know. In fact, I I um I heard a story about this uh, theatre director who's she's really really clever clever director. Um, she was she was really ill. She was really ill, but she didn't want to. She she didn't feel she could stop the job. You know what I mean? Because she didn't want to let everybody down. So she she had a fantastic cast, and she. She decided that her kind of overall policy would be to simply encourage and just go, 
uh, not be quite as forensic as she normally was, you know, going, well, try th- on the third line doing this or whatever, or, you know. She was just, she just generally, because she was so ill, she just said, that's great, you know, run with it, run with it, just, you know, keep the energy up, just go with it, just go with it. And because everybody was getting this warm bath of approbation, they were actually brilliant. And and she said it was interesting that, that they were, she thought that in the end they were far more brilliant um, than um, they would have been if she'd have kind of nitpicked and gone in there and done some details. And I think if you've got the right musicians, that it can be like that with them too. Yes, yes, that's a great creating that. Um, circle of uh, trust, really, yes. as well. If people are in the right place and let them get on yeah. with it in that sense. Um, but it's getting to that right place to absolutely um, yes trust yes. To, to allow those yes. things out. And they uh, say that um, fear is fear is the uh, enemy of creativity. Yes, yes. Because if you're worrying about yeah, you know this is obvious, yeah. obviously, but yeah. but you know if you're worrying about how it's going to go down, you, yeah. you know you're going to take no risks, whatever. Yeah, you really explore all those emotion. I mean, I personally found like animals very emotional. Um, well, almost your work really, but as a piece, it really hit me in different areas emotionally. But you explore those throughout the album quite clearly, I think. Mm. Um, that's good. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> within within the songs and the music, of course, is it a, a departure in a way? Um, this album for you, it certainly seems to be within its own um, footing. It's quite gentle. Yes, it is. Throughout, actually, isn't it? And it is. Quite, it is there's slower a vulnerability there's some... in there that is really breathtaking. Um, I think I uh, I think with this album I was I worried not at all about um, whether it would be played on any radio programs or anything like not that I, I mean God I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn up on daytime radio too so, uh, ever probably oh. um, <laughs> but well I, you know uh, but but uh, a specialist shows you know you you hope to get some kind of um, oxygen but uh, um, I, I think I just thought I'll, I'll just do exactly what Whatever it is, I'll just kind of run the run the course with it, um, and see what happens. Uh, you know, um, and the next album might be uh, different. You know, it might be I might experiment with doing a load of fast songs. I had an idea actually that maybe I would do a song called "Faster Than You Think," um, which would <laughs> which would all be up tempo. <laughs> I know, you, you know. Um, you are asking for a little bit more of people's attention, certainly live, playing live. Yes. If you play a load of slow songs. Yes. You know, because people, you can see people sort of um, uh, yes. sitting up in their seats if you if you hit them with a really, you know, like an up-tempo <laughs> song. They go, ah, oh, yeah, now you're talking. You know? Yeah. But um, I, I don't want to be, um, you know, tyrannised by that, that I'm no. that I'm heading for people who might otherwise find it boring, you know. Uh I can't imagine anybody find any of your performances boring, Charlie. Particularly if you, you know, have that um, humour or an Elvis Presley mask sort of within range or anything. I know from the ones I've seen, there's always um, that level of theatricality about them. So um, although the songs are there, it's very much a whole show that that you give from start to finish. um, And those choice 
songs on those moments, um, be it the up-tempo ones or the ballads, they, they really hit at the right place. I know that's all very nicely placed. Well, it's um, hard. To, it's hard making a setup. Actually, it is. Mm. It, it is hard judging the you know the the uh, the dynamic of a set sometimes. Mm. You know, because you want you want very much to play certain songs. Yeah. But then you realise you can't have too many of those or whatever. You know, you, yeah. you find that irritatingly they're yeah. all, that some of them are in the same tempo or whatever, or you know they have a kind of uh, um, a kind of mood that is a bit similar. You know, and so you want to kind of stretch those away from each yeah. other a bit. Yeah. Um, so but, there, there we come choosing the set list. What, how, how hard or um, easy is that when you you have so many you could choose from. How oh, on earth do so you hard. decide? <laughs> it's so hard. Honestly, it's really, really hard. Yeah. Uh, and um, I mean, and e even so, you know, spending really a long time on it uh, mm -hmm. and, and trying different bits, trying different orders and things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, still some people are going to be disappointed. You know, we, we did mm -hmm. a we did a, um, a gig recently where we wanted to get in at least four songs from the new album. Uh, you know, because it's new. Um, and then there are some, you know, there are a couple of favourites that we, you know, we, we can't really get away without mm -hmm. doing, you know, you know. Yes, you know yes. Which, one's, <laughs> which one that is. But but anyway, so, um, it, so we, you know, we really worked hard trying to get, you know, as many different albums and moods and, and layers in it as possible. And then, of course, there's always somebody who, you know, says afterwards, you know, could you do something that's a bit, you know, why didn't you do any from Sleep All Day? Or why didn't you do any yeah. from Cook? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because unless you're going to be there all <laughs> evening for four yeah. hours, you have to have get that, everything um, in. What was that, you know, um, more next week, you know, on the telly things, you should, you know, come back yeah. next time or whatever, you know. Yes, always, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yes. Always leave the audience wanting more, I think. That's a very good I sign. That. <laughs> I, I do believe that. That's right. It's not a good feeling when you when you catch somebody, um, you know, looking at their watch. That's not yeah. a good no. feeling. <laughs> no. Sometimes cause... people have to, you know, I mean, they, 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 they have to. But the, what you really don't like is, you know, when people are really relaxed, sometimes they forget they're out. And you'll see somebody who has hitherto been seen to be enjoying themselves do a, a yawn like a lion. You know what I mean? Like a really kind of relaxed, something you do on your own in, on a sofa at home or possibly even in bed. You yeah. know, and you go, I saw no, that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. you know. And, but I, I've, in turn, I, I have, yeah. you know, been at gigs where I've, I've had to stifle Oh. <laughs> well, I'm sure it is. They they do feel relaxed and like they're in the your living room and practically at the moment that that's most of the that's way true. to perform live to an audience. How yes. how have you found all that? You seem to have adapted seamlessly to this weird well, um, it's, it's predicament it's we're in. Um, it is odd. It is odd. The first one I did uh, back in April. Um, it was utterly surreal um, because it started out with with um, having had a couple of sound checks and everything as as you do, you know. So it was, everything was sort of in order, and then literally minutes before um, we were going live, something happened technically, and 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 suddenly the keyboard sounded really awful, and and the engineer said, "I don't know why it's doing that." Um, and I and we had to re-plug it so it came out of an amp instead of straight. Anyway, it's, it's complicated, but it, literally two minutes before 
we were supposed to start the thing, I was on my hands and knees replugging oh. underneath the, you know, in front of my fireplace, you know, and thinking, <laughs> oh God, I, you know, I run, could I run away? I, mean, I was thinking, actually, there's the kitchen door. I could just literally, I could, I could pretend to faint or something, and I could just kind of disappear, left hand side of the screen, and not be seen again, you know. And they'd go, well, we're awfully sorry, we seem to have lost Charlie Door. Uh, maybe we can. Uh, well, uh, let's go over to um, something we recorded earlier, you know. And I'd be in the garden, going, oh God, <laughs> a fit of the vapors. <laughs> song was uh, Collateral, which is from the Like Animals album, and I wrote that with uh, my pal Julian Littman, and uh, it's uh, it was inspired by um, a, a member of the uh, the advisory team to our government. I'm sure you can guess who I was thinking of, but uh, and now that he's not in evidence quite so much, um, I, I'm <laughs> there are many others who who can step into those shoes and probably have already, or just working from home basically. Anyway, um, uh, there's all sorts of uh, all sorts of villains you can cast in that, uh, and uh, this song is called 100 Miles of Nothing and it's kind of the reverse of, of the last song really. It's a, it's a plea for simplicity and uh, just a space to think. And um, I, I, I wrote this with uh, Michelle Stoddart. It's also on the Like Animals album. So here we go. A hundred miles of nothing is all I really crave A window to infinity so I can look away Out into the distance where no one ever knows the time A hundred hours of silence just sleeping in my ear Hold on to the second hand Cause minutes disappear Out on the horizon To mountains I don't need to climb And all the feet on early street They hurry And I should know the steps repeat but I don't A hundred miles from nowhere I wonder how it feels To click that little engine off And step down from the wheel I just need a wilderness to build A little space to breathe And all words I've ever said returning just turning in the empty Let's go. 
places where there's normally a solo by someone who plays guitar really well not I to all the people that I've been I hear you and now I'm singing in a choir of one so miles of nothing it's all I really need a window to infinity so I can truly see out into the distance where there's a little space to breathe out on the horizon where there's a little space to be It is weird to be, um, you know, when you see all those people there, you know, on the yeah. on the Zoom things, you know, it's it's this little postage stamps yes. of people. I think you were, you, I've seen I you did, there. Yes, yes, I think it was yes. the April one I came to, I believe. Yes, <laughs> it's, well, that was... Yeah, the, the whole year seems to have gone on <laughs> for a decade already. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I was there. Yes, it was an early one, wasn't it? It was, before, yeah. Oh, it was early for me. Well, yeah, yeah, again, you know, in true theatre style, that all... Were on certainly behind the scenes because we had no no indication of that at all. What we oh, saw was all your the lovely fairy that. lights and a beautiful um, stage set, but in a in an intimate space, you know. No, it was it was lovely, but I have no idea what it's like from the stage side. You know, looking it is, at it must it is, be uh, very strange. variable. It's it's it is variable. Uh, and uh, somebody pointed out that when we did a um, a, a stream thing um, for the for the gather up in um, uh, Cumbria, um, uh, in in our our sitting room has one of those old fashioned um, kitchen hatches, you know, through to the kitchen. Yes, and you could you could see Tom making a cheese sandwich on the, through the hatch. Fantastic! You could just see the hands, you know, like <laughs> cutting the bread and putting the cheese yeah. on. It was so funny. I, I really wanted to, in a way, you know, kind of swing the camera around and say, this is the rest of life going on, you know. Brilliant, brilliant. In true theatre style, use it, use it, you know, when those <laughs> moments arrive. Um, that's like theatre workshop. You know, there was a, a wonderful story about um, Joan Littlewood doing Miss Julie and the postman actually arrived during the scene. They were going and they just like accepted the mail and went on with Chekhov, you know, it's like really? bizarre. Yeah, really? I, I'll have to find out exactly. Yeah, it's a wonderful theatre workshop story. So, you know, when you have those those skills, I'm sure, you know, <laughs> they can be incorporated in some way, you know, perhaps that's a new, a new well, certainly, dimension yes, I to mean, that's, what they're that's already doing. Um, That's where the impro comes in, I suppose, you know, trying to deal with, you know, somebody um, chucks a cauliflower at you. I know. At the right moments. <laughs> you know, you don't want, you don't want, um, you know, a, a sheep buying at the wrong time. Or maybe in the, in like animals that could be incorporated. But, well, there uh, actually are some, that we, we had um, all the birds recorded on the leaf yeah. blowing song. They are, they're all birds from this garden. Ah, oh, that uh, is beautiful. And, uh, that is just so lovely to do. We've got um, Tom is a, is um, 
I call him the bird father because oh. he 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 really he really looks after the birds, and um, there are so many here now. And but uh, we had uh, well, just some amazing. I'm sure you get great bird song. Um, where you yes. are as well, but it's it's yeah. it's just extraordinary. It's just extraordinary, and and um, and I'm always getting out my my phone to record them. Mm. I've I've been doing that for years. Fantastic. The um, I think particularly at that start of lockdown as well, that March April time, it did feel very much like everything stopped, and uh, you could hear the bird song so much you seem to be able to hear that so much clearly because there was no traffic so much and there were no interference from us humans getting on a getting yes that's right on our, and maybe i wondered if maybe because they could hear better you know because there mm. wasn't so much interference uh, from traffic and planes yeah. maybe they heard each other better and so maybe you know how territorial they are yeah you know um you know if you, you listen to a robin singing and, and you're thinking yes oh that's so Beautiful, so lyrical, so lovely. And actually, he's saying to another Robin, you yeah. come any nearer, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> because Robins would rather, they would rather fight than eat. You know, yeah. I, we, I've regularly watched Robins, yeah. you know, at war. And neither yeah. of them are eating because they're, yeah. they're, they're fighting over the, when there's already I enough know. for both of them. That's, that's just like humans, isn't I know. it? I know. <laughs> Have we learned anything, Charlie? Have we learned oh, anything as we've we? evolved? <laughs> oh, I wish we had. I hope so. <laughs> well, some people some, have. I yeah, I think so. I think there's always um, the pioneers in that sense um, that um, give that balance um, to the world, um, which is so very necessary um, for things to move forward um, without that. But uh, the bird song uh, is... Um, yeah, it is. It's, it's beautiful to hear. But as you said, you know they they have their own characters as well, which aren't too yes. unlike um, human nature. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we're very different, really, from sadly many creatures, depending which ones you choose. <laughs> but, um, They're so clever. I mean, they, they they've they've got. I mean, I, I'm stating the um, blindingly obvious here, but I mean, mm. the, you know, um, birds particularly have an enormously sophisticated mm. uh, navigation system. You yeah. know, in their eyes, in the back of their eyes, they you know they've got this thing yeah. where they, they it's like a compass. It's 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 quite extraordinary, and and maybe we had that at some point, but we yeah. we've lost it. Yeah, they're certainly very alert and go about their daily business at. When everything else is happening around them, you know they seem to just yeah. adapt and stick to, um, you know, building their home, finding a mate, getting on with things. You know, oh, just um, how like us. <laughs> so I bring you back to like animals. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, now within. Um, your music, we, we chatted a little bit earlier about, you know, all, all the wonderful um, additions of other uh, musicians and instrumentalists to the piece. But you yourself, dis despite the fact, um, you know, you were very self-effacing with your guitar works, actually um, pretty good, in my opinion. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> and, very, um, that's very kind. Much more. Um, <laughs> Too kind. Uh again, sophisticated than you're perhaps given it credit for there. Um, but I do love it when you 
you produce your ukulele and um, there are a number of songs that crop up occasionally on on the uke um, and it's yes, always a joy to hear. Um, is that um, again because of the song or is it is it an instrument that you um, like to bring in? I like. You know, I, I, I very much like the. I, I, I like the tenor uke because mm. I, it's it's very mellow, mm. uh, and I like that mellow tone. Um, some some things, well, like for instance, on on dark matter, mm -hmm. the uh, the song "A Dog Out Looking for His Day." Mm -hmm. I I always envisage that on piano. Uh, that was definitely going to be a piano song, mm -hmm. um, and then I just started playing that little sequence. Um, and singing, you know, he's immortal because yeah. he can be, uh, and um, it suddenly there it had migrated to the to the yeah. ukulele when I hadn't yeah. really. It just chose it, you yes. know, yeah. and so I thought it would be uh, uh, foolhardy to just sort of say yeah. no. I originally thought of you for piano, yeah. and, and not follow the ukulele. So mm -hmm. I, I did that, and you know, it's yeah. it's hard to be a brilliant um, <laughs> ukulele player, but it, it, it's much easier to be a kind of. <laughs> Okay, ukulele yeah. player. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't get in the way of, um, you know, I can physically play lots of kind of strange yeah. chords because the tuning is, you know, it's this thing of using something different in in a different tuning. Yes, it sends you in different directions, and lots of writers, you know, advocate that. And I and I yeah. agree, it's it, it's a good device for yeah. putting you into into a, um, a in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. I often find that um, there are artists that you don't expect to have a ukulele lurking somewhere in the background um, yes. that you might you not play, have expected. You play, don't you? You play. Yeah. You play though, don't you? Um, oh, I wouldn't go as far as say I play it, but I strum. I do enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one, a couple actually lurking, but um, yeah, I like to... I like I like to um, write on it. I like I think yeah. But I'm completely lazy, really. It's just because it's easier to cart around and you know yes, put that's in true. a bag and like take this. on airplanes and you know when you can't take yeah. yes, of other course. things. Or, yes, yeah. Well, they say, don't they, that um, um, the best gym is the nearest gym, and yeah. and so probably the best instrument is the nearest instrument. Yeah. You know, if you're, <laughs> that's if you're true. Traveling, yeah. But it does have that nice that upbeat that uplifting feeling, you know. Um, I think in in the sound um, s somehow, and and um, again on some you know tender songs that delicacy. Um, yes. But I'm. I know I'm not. Not everybody thinks that. I know there is a real. You're either a a lover a, a love hate relationship. <laughs> With the oh, ukulele, yes, I know a lot of people uh, scorn the ukulele. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, and also it has been kind of, it has been uh, very, very overused um, mm -hmm. by uh, commercials, hasn't it? Yes. So there, I mean, there's a whole section, um, you know, of ukulele and whistling, upbeat things, you know, and you go, oh, hello, <laughs> here it is again, um, and uh, yes, yeah, so it has been. Mm -hmm. Slightly overused mm -hmm. there, but, uh, but I guess that's just fashion. Yeah, but your piano as well features um, a lot in your songs, which I know is um, of uh, um, sentimental value to you as well. You have a rather special piano, um, I yes. believe. 
Yes, it is. It, it is special, um, and and we nearly didn't get it because um, uh, we we saw that it was at auction. Um, but we only found out about that because my dad um, uh, knew I was looking for a piano, mm-hmm. uh, and that I hadn't got lucky. Uh, and uh, he was he was talking to somebody when he was out shopping and. Um, and somehow they started talking about auctions and, mm-hmm. and uh, this neighbour said to him, oh, I've just put my piano in for auction. <laughs> and, and he said, you know, that I was looking for one. Um, and he told me about it. And I thought, well, I, you know, it would just be too lucky for it to be the one piano I want, wouldn't it? You know? <laughs> but I looked it up. And it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, it was really, really exceptional because it has all this chinoiserie on it. And and they actually featured it on the front of the pamphlet, you know, for the next month's auction. And I thought, uh, well, that's it gone. You know, I mean, yeah. I would never get that. Yeah. And um, anyway, long story short, um, uh, there were three people bidding for it. And mm-hmm. I couldn't go. I was working. Mm-hmm. And Tom went and uh, in the end, he was just bidding between one guy, him and this one guy, um, who and this other guy was um, bidding for everything. He was must have been a collector, you know, mm-hmm. dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he seemed to have ex- inexhaustible resources. Ah. So Tom was thinking, you know, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach my ceiling very soon, yeah. and I won't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then suddenly the guy ran out of money, and um, and Tom Tom got it. Ah, fantastic. Uh, uh, which so was, it was meant to was, come, <laughs> meant to come yes, and live here. <laughs> yes, and and it's a lovely little piano. It's a small, you know, mm. it's a baby grand, and yeah. it does the bottom strings need a, a bit of a, um, a attention actually. Yeah. Um, but and it's double overstrung, which means you know it's it's crisscrossed so All that right. it can be small. What they do is you know to make uh, more space. Yes, they they don't uh, stretch the bottom strings full length. They just cross them ah. so they're diagonal. Which I is didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah, didn't know that. I didn't Gosh. know that either. So, um, is that the one? Uh, do you record with that one on yes, your songs? Yes, yeah, I that's the one I thought you. Yeah, yes. There's a lovely tone. Do. There's a lovely tone on that. And then we're being a piano player because the arrangements on your songs are so beautiful as well. And I, I thought, particularly on this album, um, they lend themselves. Uh, to that, you know, um, it's you know we, we go through almost different movements in some of the songs, like a classical piece, um, which is very exciting because they really take you on that journey and that emotional journey. If that's what the song is, um, well, I'm a very doing. very faltering player. Mm. I, I, I mean, you know, sometimes people say, oh, play, you know, and they'll mention a really well-known song and I go, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Sorry. I just don't have no. the, you know, the ability. I, I can only really play things that I've made up. And even then I have to learn them, you know what yeah. I mean? Because my I can hear what I want, but I really am a, a very, very limited player. Yeah. So I, I, every every note I... I have to just sort of, um, I almost, <laughs> it's just a long process. And, and then I have to really practice so that I can play it live oh. because it's embarrassing if you can't even play your own song. No. <laughs> no. But they're easy to, you know, it's easy to forget, you know, if you're not one of those kind of mm. players. 
Um, it's, yeah. it's easy to forget the technique. Yeah. And I actually, I mean, I'm not being sort of um, coy here. Yeah. My, I have zero technique. And, and in fact, my friend Danny Sugar, who's a wonderful piano player and who I wrote Ain't No Doubt mm-hmm. with and several other mm-hmm. things back in the day, he he laughs so much when he he comes and looks at at, at how oh. you know my hand positions and everything, and he goes, "I can't believe you're playing that. <laughs> Look at it. Look at your. How do you? Why are you playing it like that? That's really made it really hard for yourself." <laughs> and I, go, I don't know. I don't know. It's just how. Yeah. It's just what my fingers do. That's the pattern that you practiced. <laughs> but I oh, think yes, that's you know, wonderful, though, because I think, and you know, that that just shows that the the song there and how you heard it, and that that's what it should be played on. Um, that kind of perseverance and determination to um, make that happen um, is very encouraging for anybody that that writes that thinks you know maybe they can't do it or maybe they can't you know that. Actually, um, there's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. It will, you know, it will get there. That sort of tenacity. Um, but it's I it certainly talking, sounds actually, yeah. the end result certainly sounds beautiful. Well, I I I, I mean I I do actually seriously I do mm. need to practice more. <laughs> I just I, I do. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm absolutely thrilled that um, this album has come out. Um, uh, now, um, not that uh, out in lockdown, which I know wasn't the intention, and um, but we'll all wait with um, bated breath till hopefully we can experience live because that will be another performance in itself. Um, and um, meanwhile, surf these strange times on these strange platforms that we're finding. Um, yes. which I think will be very positive for the future as long as we, I don't think anything will ever replace um, the beauty and the experience of live performance. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so pleased that artists like yourself are keeping the music going for people in that way because, it, you know, we can't certainly, you know, um, small sort of grassroots organisations like ourselves, we can't kind of, get it to people any other way at the moment no. so no, it, and, and it's it's so so much needed <laughs> so much needed um in so many more ways than one so um it's yes. it's it's brilliant that we we are managed you're managing to reach your audiences well i've at, certainly at learned things about mm. about technology that i i, I certainly <laughs> I think everybody is actually, you know, there isn't a choice. As we leave Charlie to practice in this dimming light. I'm just finishing my ramble past the Barge Tea Room on the Hythe Malden, a beautiful 1930s converted barge, lovingly saved and given a facelift by Topsail Charters. She's aptly named Resourceful, as she keeps the other barges afloat. I'm remembering having breakfast bagels here, followed by a walk up the high street when Charlie Doerr and brother-in-arms Julian Littman visited and wowed audiences the night before 
with songs, performance, and always that wit and humour that finds the fun, igniting everything with a twinkling and sparkling glow. So it was no surprise then when Charlie popped into Fulks Electrical for a light bulb, not a 2000 hour one on this occasion, and the Emporium for a share bag of Barrett's Milk Bottle Sweets, a great accompaniment to Milk Roulette. A big thank you to Charlie Dore for joining us. What a privilege this has been to hear her sharing her insights, stories and beautiful songs in these live recordings especially baked for the occasion. Discover more about Charlie Dore and all she does on her website. Details on the links below. Thank you also to Rhys Timpson for recording, engineering, instigating and pulling the whole project together, as well as composing and playing the musical links. I'm Nikki from Mac Theatre. You can find details on how to keep in touch with us, Charlie Doerr and Rhys Timpson below. If you'd like early reminders to hear new episodes and who's in the rocking chair next, join our email list, follow us on social media or subscribe to our podcast by pressing the follow button on whatever platform you're listening on. This way you'll be notified wherever a podcast is uploaded. Thank you so much for listening and hope to see you again soon.